Hello and welcome to the Education on Fire podcast. The place where we share creative and inspiring learning in our schools. Season 2, Episode 16. Hi and welcome back to Education on Fire with me, Mark Taylor. I'm still here at BET and I'm delighted to be joined by the COO of DigiExam, Gustav Nordback. Um, and they are, as of yesterday, award winners. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Um, so let's start at the beginning and just tell us a little bit of a background about the company and how you got going and, and, and your journey through to being an award winner here at BET. Yeah, no, uh, absolutely. So it's, it's, it's been an incredible journey. Uh, the two uh, co-founders, uh, Johan and Nima, they were studying at the Stockholm School of Economics. And this was uh, about five years ago. And uh, they were doing exams on pen and paper. And, uh, you know, being digital natives, this was obviously a very awkward experience, given that you do everything else uh, digitally. And uh, in speaking to the professors and the administration at the university, uh, you know, the answer was no, we can't do digital exams because there are no reliable and, and secure platforms. Uh, so that was the trigger point. That was really what got them going to find a way to solve for not just uh, the students, you know, who find the whole pen and paper experience very awkward and time consuming, uh, but then also to, to solve for the problem uh, the, the educator side uh, has, which is really just, you know, a lot of inefficiencies and uh, other issues in, in, in just the whole delivering and, 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 and grading and marking uh, exams. So that was the trigger point. And, and from there on, uh, they really started uh, kind of working on the product. And, and uh, three years ago, we launched our first uh, product and together with the Stockholm School of Economics, who was our first client, um, and, uh, and, and a secondary school in, in, in Sweden. And um, yeah, after that, the, the rest is history. <laughs> Fantastic. And, and in terms of um, what it looks like as a teacher or a school, I mean, um, How's the, how does the process work sort of on, a, on a practical exam basis, and, uh, uh, I guess? Yeah, absolutely. So, so we're a cloud-based uh, cloud assessment platform, and the teacher or professor will log on to a, a web application and, and create the exam, uh, you know, create their own exams. They can reuse old content, but they can also share. The whole point is... Uh, to, to collaborate with you know their uh, teacher colleagues or uh, and so forth so create their own or share their content and in a very simple uh, and and, and kind of easy to use uh, interface um, and and then the student downloads a, a client onto their laptop or or their device uh, and uh, and basically uh, the exam gets delivered through that client and, and we've solved the, the, the whole process in this way simply because we want to assure that if there is an issue with the internet uh, or if there is any idiosyncratic risk with a laptop crashing, as there always is, um, you know, there will be no data loss whatsoever. There is no risk. So, and, yeah. 
sorry to interrupt they were just I was just thinking then that time is such a big pressure on in education now and, and like you say you have exam conditions and you're setting these things up in like you say bad Wi-Fi or just one of those days where it all goes down just the the impetus of having to reset that whole thing it would just be an absolute nightmare so to so to have the option of, sort of being online being offline having a, been able to cover all all opportunities is obviously a, a great asset for any school yeah, absolutely. I think that's and and that's why the uh, a kind of digital transformation in in in, in higher education uh, with high stakes exams has been a little bit spotty, if you will, because you know educators are nervous about you know if you lose one exam. Uh, we had an example in Sweden last week. One of the oldest universities lost sixty exam papers, and and, and that's a huge issue to ask the students to rewrite the exams. Uh, in a digital era, that, that that's just not acceptable. So, in that, um, or if the uh, if if the wireless goes down and you lose data, that's just a it's a huge risk for uh, any institution. So, so we want to we want educators to sleep better at night and and, and not run that risk. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you're doing them a great service just from that point. Yeah, you? and um, and what's your um research and, and, and what sort of feedback have you had from about the fact that you're no longer needing pen and paper and the, um, I know people certainly from when I was at school and when I was studying that the, the actual ability to write is actually can be a hindrance as much as anything if you've got great content in your head but you've got a time structure and all the rest of it and the need to be able to just get that information out there which now you don't need a pen and paper and your handwriting skills and all the rest of it makes life much easier so have you had that as a real positive feedback from those types of students? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, the feedback we get is, first of all, I think there is uh, very limited, if zero, examples of students who start working with uh, with DigiExam and then want to go to pen and paper because they actually love the user experience. It's, it, as you point out, you structure your answers differently digitally than you do with pen and paper. And if you're used to that in, 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 in the way you operate usually, it's very difficult to then reset and think differently, structure it differently. It's more time consuming and it's, it's, an hind it's a hindrance. So, so what we find is in the feedback we get from you know, students, yeah, they, they love it. From, from the educator side, they also see the results improving. Uh, because you actually get the students full potential uh, when they're writing the exam. So you take out any noise from the exam delivery, which already is a pretty anxious process for the students. Yeah, for sure, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. And, um, and in terms of uh, availability, I mean, you say it started in Sweden. Um, how far have you managed to expand in terms of going global? I mean, you're obviously here in London at the minute, but does it go across to the US and Asia, or, and is it particularly um, European-based? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So we uh, today we have about 2,200 uh, institutions who are using our platform uh, across about 80 countries, and uh, the majority is uh, is in Europe, and uh, and Sweden is obviously the single largest market where we have about over 40% of upper secondary schools. Um, now, the U.S. Is, is, is really gaining traction for us, and, and we're, uh, we have quite a few, both secondary schools, but also higher educational institutions who, are, uh, who have launched uh, and, and, and started working with us, and, and super excited about that. But also, uh, U.K. Is, 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 is really interesting for us, and we have many, uh, many very recent uh, customers 
primarily on the higher education side here. So we're super excited about that. And um, and how, how does it work in terms of creating the exam? And do you have templates that you use or is it really just the, the organization can create the exam themselves and they have complete control over everything that goes on within that process? So the organization has has complete control uh, over that and, and basically, you know, it's it's a very simple exam creation process. Again, you can reuse content that you have, uh, just you know, attach and copy in in whatever uh, questions and and and, and uh, so it's very simple to reuse old content that you have or content that you've created and saved in your own exam library. Um, and and you know, it's both your uh, kind of free text and uh, both long answer, short answer, uh, but also multiple choice, single choice questions, and uh, also obviously cater for uh, mathematical questions where we have an equation editor that makes it very user friendly to, uh, to, to, to answer uh, you know, mathematical, your typical math questions. And if I'm an organization looking to use, um, use it, where, where do I go? What do, what do I go? What do I get to see? Is there a chance to sort of try it out before you buy? That kind of thing. Uh, absolutely. So digiexam.com, uh, our homepage, and, and there you can literally register for a, uh, for a free teacher account where you can just try it in, in, in a limited fashion and, and, and just see how you like it. Set up, create your own exam, and, and trial it on a, uh, a smaller group of students. Or, uh, and then you can also just request a, a, an in-depth demo if you want through either a personal demo or a webinar. And uh, and we'd love to uh, to interact and, and and get get you started. Fantastic. And and what sort of um, cost implication is there? How much is it? Is it per student, or is it a flat fee for organisations? How does the cost structure work? So it's it's a per student license uh, with unlimited exams uh, and you know unlimited uh, teacher and administrator accounts. Uh, yeah. Um, and and if it, if it, what's the actual cost if it was a, a, a for a UK organisation? Do you have the actual figure for per student for that? Yeah. So it's uh, it's uh, fourteen pounds for an, uh, a higher educational institution. So you can see that, that that's great value if you're going to be using it all the way through your organization and, and, and throughout throughout their sort of um, educational life within the organization as well. Because like you say, especially in this day and age, there's plenty of exams to get through. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. And it's not only that, it's also uh, the fact that, you know, we save uh, around 40% of the time we've done different research with, with uh, our existing client base and you know you can save through just efficiencies in the process 40% of the administrative time and that saves you a lot of, uh, of your expense on an annual basis as an organization uh, and paper. Yeah, and, and energy, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is probably a non-quantifiable amount of money, exactly. <laughs> oh, fantastic. So you're an award winner here at BET, tell us about um, which award you're up for and, and, and what, what you gained. Yeah, so that was that was a great experience. We were shortlisted for uh, three awards. Uh, it was the uh, ICT Innovator of the Year, it was the International Digital Resource, and then the final award, which was the one that we won, was uh, Higher Education and Further Education uh, Digital Services. 
so so yeah, that was a fantastic experience, and and you know a fantastic experience throughout the whole kind of process of of the awards. You know, it was um, you know very impressed with how the whole. Uh, you know, application and, and, and that whole process went about. But, you know, super excited and humbled because it was, uh, you know, very, uh, very impressive companies we were up against. And, uh, and in general, it's just very humbling to be here at BET to see so much innovation, so many great entrepreneurs. And, and uh, so, yeah, super excited about that. And, and it really is a, a great event, isn't it? I mean, there are some tiny startups here and there are some massive organizations and everything in between. And, and one of the things I've been really impressed about is that there are so many people just coming to visit and so many press and various things in and out. And yet all the dealings I've had with them have just been quick, clear, easy, and just so well organized. It's, it's been a, a real sort of dream of an event. So they've really got it down to a fine art, I think. Yeah, very, very impressed. And I guess they have uh, 30 plus years of experience. So they, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they have grown into okay. it. Yeah, exactly. but, but no, I think given the amount of visitors and, you know, from across the globe. I think it's uh, it's been very well run. Well, thanks so much for talking to me and congratulations on the award. And um, yeah, all the best for the future. And it's um, all the links and details of everything we've talked about will be on the educationonfire.com um, show notes on the webpage. And um, yeah, speak to you again soon. Thanks a lot, Mark. Cheers. Thank you for listening to the Education on Fire podcast. For more information, please go to educationonfire.com.